You are listening to How Does She Do It, episode 73. Welcome to the ride. Thank you for listening to another episode of How Does She Do It, a podcast dedicated to sharing practical insight and honest perspective on being grown. My name is Tiffany and I am your host. And if this is your first time listening, welcome. If this is your third, fourth, fifth, 73rd time listening, welcome back. We are happy to have you. The show notes for this week's episode will be available at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com. You can connect with me on Twitter and Instagram at Tiff South. Instagram is where I am most active. So if you want to send me a message, I really encourage you to do it on Instagram at Tiff South and that's Tiff with two Fs. You can also send me an email, tiffany at howdoesshedoitpodcast.com. I would love to hear from you. And this week's episode is, I'm looking forward to it because I am talking about, again, something that I love, which is helping people in their careers and really getting themselves forward. So before we get into that, thank you as always for your five-star ratings and reviews in the Apple Podcast app. If you have not done so, you can just go into the Apple Podcast app, search for How Does She Do It, make sure you see my little brown face pop up, and you can just scroll to the bottom of the screen and write a review and leave a rating there. And with that, let's get into this week's Just My Thoughts. Just My Thoughts is the segment of the show where I share my reviews, recommendations, or rejections of something that I have come across on social media, in pop culture. And this week, I am recommending Jonathan Trainer. Jonathan Trainer has an album out called Stones, and that is, you just heard me um, looking at his Instagram. Um, He has an album out called Stones and Giants. And I mean, it is just everything. Uh, it's, it's, he's a Christian artist and it is a mixture of ballads and just upbeat music. And it's just, it's just really, really good. That's what I'm recommending this week. I'm also recommending you leaning into things that inspire you you surrounding yourself by people who inspire you and push you. I mentioned that in this ep- in in last week's episode and I'm actually going to talk a lot more about that in the main part of this episode, but the amount of energy that I have been getting by from the people who are closest to me because I've been putting out what I want to get done. I have been intentionally asking people to hold me accountable. I have been telling people what I want to do so that they can give me benchmarks and they can make sure I'm on track. It really, really makes a difference. The amount of energy that I have just in one of my group chats alone is just, it's so inspiring. So I really want you, I really encourage you to really make sure that you are just keeping yourself with people who are going to keep you inspired and surround yourself with the content that keeps you inspired. Do not keep yourself bogged down by this with the negative music, the negative news, like turn off the notifications, turn off the stories about Agent Orange, 
turn off the news about these negative things and let it scroll through your feed, but do not dwell on it because that stuff robs you of your joy. It robs you of your peace. It takes up residence in your mind. And we don't have the time and the space to do what we need to do to serve God, King, God's kingdom well, to keep our mind and heart and spirit focused on him if we are allowing negative things to come into our mind, into our space. And especially if we are dismissing the impact that, that that those negative things have on us. If you are like you, you're it's going to creep up on you. It's going to impact your subconscious in ways that you don't think. If you continue to allow yourself to be in spaces with negative people, surrounded by negative music, surrounded by negative television, surrounded by negative news, reading just trashy stuff. Like it, it really, there's a, there's a season and, and you have to, you have to balance, you have to modulate, you have to, to move yourself in and out of those kinds of, that kind of exposure, because it really does have an impact on you. And it has an impact on, on the things that we see and the, and the things that we believe. And it really, the, the more you put yourself into positive, places, the more you put yourself around positive people, the more you feed on motivational and inspirational and faith-based information, the more you will start to see that stuff, that fruit will come out. Like you will start to reflect that thing, that thing, right? You don't, you, you are, you reflect what you receive. And if you are receiving a bunch of, you know, wishy-washy, not so great stuff, then, but you think within your power that you can resist it. If you're not consciously pushing that stuff away from you, it will subconsciously ooze out. It will subconsciously hold you back. It will subconsciously keep you from achieving the things that you're trying to achieve. So shout out to dope Christian artists, shout out to dope artists everywhere, and shout out to just just immersing yourself in positivity and in things that will keep you pushing forward to the next thing. And that concludes this week's Just My Thoughts. In episode 71, I talked about making sure that you are not selling your own qualifications short by having a resume that doesn't actually reflect how great you are. And that was in the main segment of the show. But when the Just My Thoughts segment of the show came around, I talked about the importance of surrounding yourself with people who will push you and help you grow to new levels. And I mentioned that in the Just My Thoughts segment of the show. But specifically this week, I want to talk about how to build a valuable network and not just a network of people who are filled in, filling up your LinkedIn followers and connections list, but the type of network that actually helps you bear fruit in your own career and personal development. So after last week's episode, I got a few messages about how it can be challenging to actually develop a real network of people who are not just people that you know kind of at a distance. So I wanted to share a few tips about how you can do that. And if you want to visit the show notes for this week's episode, you can go to Tiffany at HowDoesSheDoAPodcast.com. If you want to get the join the email list, you can text how does she do it as one word to 444-999 so you can get on the email list and you can get kind of the summary of these tips there. So the first thing that you can do to build a, a truly valuable network is to start where you are. So many of us 
are currently connected to so many people who are ready and willing to add value to our lives, but we are often distracted by the desire to be connected to people who are really out of reach. Like Oprah is not in my network, right? I'm sure if I tried to do a 36 degrees of separation thing, I could say how I'm connected to Oprah. But Oprah is not currently in my network. But there are people who can actually pour into me and as aspirational as it is for me to be able to get to know Oprah and get to connect with her, I have to think about the people who I am currently connected with, who I could actually find their email address and get in touch with them directly that really are available to me. But the challenge is that a lot of us don't spend time actually laying the foundation for those types of relationships. So we may be tangentially connected to people, but we haven't actually begun to develop a relationship with, with that person. So I want you to think about who, who are you connected with? Who do you work with that you see from a distance is somebody who probably has something about their career trajectory, something about their personality, something about the way that they present themselves that you are already somewhat connected to, but you just haven't laid that foundation. I remember there was a time, there's a woman within my organization that I was very hesitant to reach out to and to connect with because she felt so far away from me, even though she was like literally within the same building. And after a certain amount of time, I just started to have regular conversations with her. I just started to get to know her and recognize that she is someone who is accessible to me and who's somebody I have access to. And so I just had to lay the foundation for that relationship to grow. The second thing that you can do to build a valuable network is to build proactive relationships. Connected to the first point about starting where you are which it, and kind of surveying you know, who is in your relationship pool through your different associations and organizations, you have to be proactive about building relationships. I'm going to say it again. You have to be proactive about building relationships. There have been so many times over the years, and I have been guilty of this as well, where people will reach out to me after they meet me one time, send me one email, and then six months later, we'll have something that they want me to do for them. And that's just not like, that's just not how it works. And it's really unfortunate because that is not how you build a relationship. You build a relationship for the sake of connecting with someone and building a relationship. You don't build a relationship for what you can get out of it or you can hypothetically imagine this person is going to be able to give you X, Y, or Z later down the road, but you build a relationship for the sake of actually wanting to get to know the person, investing in them, finding out what makes them, int what makes them interesting, finding out what they're interested in. And I can remember when I was working as a junior associate, there was a senior associate that I worked with who I was always, um, I was very super professional, but super hesitant to kind of open up to her. And over the time of us working together on a case, we just started to talk to each other. We just started to get to know each other. And so in addition to her being kind of in a supervisory role for, to me, she was helping me develop as a young attorney. And what started out as a strictly kind of working relationship in the sense that I was doing work on this case with her turned into a mentoring relationship by virtue of me being coachable, by virtue of me taking an interest in what she was interested in, in the work that she was doing, in the way her career had progressed, in her family, in who she was as a woman. 
And over time, she has now become one of my most trusted advisors and one of my most trusted mentors. And we maintain a very good relationship. But that started after, that started as I recognized that there was something worth building upon in that relationship. And so I'm not saying that every single person that you engage with is you're going to develop this, you know, this, you know, this, um, what's the word, really fruitful and big and and long lasting and deep relationship. But when you are proactive about being intentional about the people who you see, the people who you engage with, the people who you work with, and look beyond just the working relationship, look beyond the person who is doing the job that is in front of them and see who she he or she is as an individual, see who they are as a whole person. And that is how you begin to go beyond the transactional nature of a lot of our work relationships and really develop relationships that matter. And when you're able to do that with multiple people within an organization, when you're able to do that within mul- with multiple people across different aspects of your network, that is how you begin to build a foundation of being able to say that you have multiple mentors. You have people, different types of people who you go to for different types of information and different types of reflection, different types of people who you share, you know, certain types of details about your job and maybe not, maybe not others. You have people who you do a little gossiping with, you have people, but who still give you very sound and mature advice. Then you have other people who you keep it very professional. Then you have people you go to when you are at specific career junctions. Then you have people you go to when you're navigating the day-to-day work challenges that you have, right? So when you are actively building relationships with people with multiple people you are now you are therefore building a network and building a group of people around you who may not be themselves connected to each other but through their connection to you right so Tim might not know Jane, but Jane knows you and Tim knows you and now you have both Jane and Tim in your network right so I want you to think about who are people that you have you have, in your life already because the thing is is you probably have these kinds of people in your life already you just haven't really thought about them from this th- through this lens so if you think about these relationships through this lens if you think about the idea of who you really can trust who you have gone to multiple times at different points for different reasons you probably have a pretty strong network already but you but in in your mind in isolation it doesn't seem like it but when you start to lay it out and think about it like i can name right now seven different people who i am very very blessed to be able to call people who i can trust to give me very very good advice when it comes to different things that I'm dealing with in my career and people who have helped me as I've navigated different transitions over the course of the, my career. And so, and that has only come by just me building just relationships for the sake of relationships. And once people get to know you, they know what you're looking for. They know your strengths. They know the work you've done and they can either speak to you about those things, or they can speak on your behalf to other people when it comes to putting you up for different opportunities and things like that. So be proactive about building relationships. The third thing that you can do to build a valuable and fruitful network is to add value and offer value. Like I mentioned before, don't start your interaction with getting to know somebody with an ask. You absolutely cannot do that. You should offer 
first, if anything, how can I support what you are working on? How can I help you? You have to take an interest in what is going on with this person that you want to add in your network or you want to continue to develop a relationship with. You want to, you send them articles, you send them encouraging messages, you schedule a 15 minute check-in call to see how things are going. You send them a voice note, which I am a huge fan of now. Shout out to voice notes. That's what I should have talked about on just my thoughts this week is recommending using voice voice notes. This is if you have an iPhone. Um, I don't know if there's something similar feature for Android, but anyway, you want to make sure that you are adding value and offering value. If that means in your service, if that means in you knowing what they're interested in and sharing those resources, if that means sending them a funny message, sending them a, you know, a, a, a funny GIF or meme, um, or do you say GIF? Let me know. Send me a, a Instagram message at Tiff South. You say GIF, like gift or GIF, like Jiffy um, peanut butter. Anyway, um, and it really is about adding value and on offering value and, and being of service is really about maintaining the connection. It is, it helps you maintain over time. Even if this is somebody you don't speak to every single day, you are checking in on them, seeing how they're doing. Think about how nice it is when somebody sends you a text message just to see how you're doing. That is something that I have started to make. I don't do it as regularly as I would like to, but just this morning, actually, as I was getting ready to, to outline and think through this episode, I sent a series of text messages to the people that came to mind as I was talking about this topic, just because they were on my mind in that moment. It took me 15 seconds to send each of those text messages. If you do that, you that helps you be and and come across as and actually walk out being a thoughtful person. It helps keep you in the forefront of this person's mind as somebody who is thoughtful and who just wants to check in and see how things are going. And it gives you an opportunity to stay connected and maintain a fresh relationship with this person. And Again, maintaining the fresh the fresh relationship is not for the sake of getting something. It's not for the sake of them being able to do something for you, but it is for the sake of you just being a good member of a relationship and connection with people. Because over time, when it comes time for you to need something or ask for something, you won't feel awkward about being like, hey, can you take a look at this resume? Hey, I saw this opening at your company. Do you mind, you know, saying something? Do you mind putting in a good word for me? Do you mind letting me, you know, setting me up with a conversation with the hiring manager? When you do that, when you're good about that, it, it doesn't feel awkward and you have a genuine foundation and basis up to make that ask when you continually add value and offer value and maintain the connection with people. And the fourth thing that you should do to help you build and maintain a valuable and fruitful network is to put yourself out there. Like start showing up places and that can be on social media, that can be in comments on LinkedIn, that can be at conferences, at workshops with a business card in hand and a good firm handshake that is not awkward and limp and weird and does not include eye contact. You have to put yourself in positions and in situations to meet new people. And I have found for me that social media has been a really good way for me to do that. And LinkedIn particularly has been a really good place for me to do that when it comes to building my professional network. I put up a video a couple weeks ago and I'll link to it in the show notes on um, giving grace and kindness at work, being, being kind to your coworkers and 
as of today, it has over 4,000 views. It has over a hundred likes and it has, you know, like, like 15 comments. And that I completely did not expect that to happen, but the, those numbers in and of themselves don't are not what's significant. What's significant is the people who have reached out to me because of that video by virtue of me doing what? Putting myself out there. And by putting myself out there, I am demonstrating what I am about. I'm demonstrating what's important to me and other people can see that and they invite themselves to be a part of my network. They connect with me to offer to be on a podcast, to just say thank you, to now, and now someone saying, sending me an email saying that that LinkedIn video impacted me. Now me and that person are developing a new relationship, right? And that's just by virtue. I spent five minutes recording that video. So that's the kind of stuff that when you want to talk about building a network, you putting yourself out there, you getting comfortable talking about things that are important to you in different mediums. And maybe it's around the office, right? Maybe it's not on, it's not actively on social media every single day, but maybe it's just putting yourself out there by introducing yourself to somebody new and asking, you know, a, co- a coworker to go to lunch and sharing a little bit more of yourself in the office. Those kinds of things help people build a trust and connection with you by when you are inviting them into your life. And I know that that is a very, um, I talked to Minda Hartz about this on her podcast when we talked about authenticity and there is a line right about, um, or between, sharing too much of yourself at work and and that discomfort that come that can come with you doing too much so to speak but then there's also an opportunity though when you can you recognize that being more of who you are actually will make you come across as better in the workplace and so even with the idea of making sure that people don't come at you crazy even with the idea of making sure that you don't put yourself, don't put something out there that people can use against you. When you are just more comfortable in your own skin, you come across as more confident and coming across as more confident makes you more approachable and therefore allows you to develop and build different types of relationships. And I have seen that bear out very, very significant fruit in my own work in the last year within my company with the way that I've just, I've just opened up more and I've just gotten more comfortable in who I am as a professional and as a woman. And that just opens doors for different types of conversations within the organization, with leadership, with peers, with colleagues. And it really is great and it feels better. It feels better. So the idea of building a a more valuable network, building a more fruitful network is not, again, it's not about what you can get from your network, but it's about the strength of relationships. Relationships drive everything that we do. Relationships drive everything that we do. Our relationship with Christ is the foundation of our faith, right? Our relationship with our coworkers helps us build our career and helps us build what we are, what we're trying to do. Our relationship with our family is the foundation of how we we either go in some directions or go in other directions, right? Relationships matter and they're paramount. And when you build valuable relationships over time, they will end up garnering you something, but you build the relationship for the sake of the quality of the relationship because that is where the joy is. And when you have these valuable and meaningful relationships, you now are spending your time and your energy with people who will contribute to you getting better. These people will contribute to you having 
new opportunities. They will contribute to making sure you don't find yourself going too far down a wrong and wayward path. They will contribute to you being made aware of opportunities before other people are made aware of them. Why? Because you developed a genuine connection and genuine relationships. And I will talk in another episode about the types of relationships that you have and the types of relationships that you need to have as you're building your career, as you're building your network, as you are building, um, you know, your business, as the, the kinds of people that you want to make sure that you have in your circle, because you, every relationship is not created equal, but every relationship has the opportunity for you to contribute and to serve. Every relationship is not created equal, but every relationship is an opportunity for you to contribute and for you to serve. And when I think about people who I graduated law school with um, a number of years ago, I won't say how many, I had a conversation with a classmate of mine the other day who I hadn't talked to in probably over a year, but because of the foundation of our relationship while we were in law school, because of the conversations that we had had since we graduated, when we picked up the phone and had a conversation the other day, it was, it was immediately warming. It was immediately genuine. It was immediately exciting and gratifying for me just by virtue of the relationship that we had, period, of who he was, of what I know his character to be. And at the end of the conversation, we ended both by asking each other, what could we do for the other person? Not in a, oh, I need you to give me this hookup kind of way, but how can I serve you? How can I offer to help you? I asked him to pray for me. That was it. I asked him to pray for me because at that, especially during that week, I needed particular prayer. And he made an ask for, of me related to the work that I do. And that was it. And it was, it was all based on the fact that we had a pre-existing relationship that had not gone sour and that we maintained connection, even, even distant connection, but still connection nonetheless, because over the years, he would send me a random text message. I would send him a random text message. And we now, as colleagues, are in positions to help each other both in our professional lives and to be there for each other personally because we are we have both transitioned to different parts of the profession and we both can learn from each other about that, right? So it's just that's just another example. I have so many examples of relationships that I have been blessed to be a part of and have been able to contribute to and be poured into and it's just again out of a attitude of service, out of an attitude of being able to offer myself to other people in a way that that will contribute to them in some way, shape, or form. And when you take that posture, you will build a network that will add so much value that you won't be able to quantify it because you will be connected to opportunity after opportunity and the and there will be a a clear thread between the way things go when you develop that right foundation, when you offer to serve, when you are putting yourself out there and when you are not afraid to just start where you are and be connected to the the people who are in your immediate circle and be proactive about building and maintaining those relationships. So 
really quickly, I'll do a recap of the the four things that you can do to build a valuable network. The first thing you want to do is start where you are. Observe the people around you and figure out who in your existing network. Think about the organizations that you're a part of. Think about the, the company that you work in, who within the organization and who within the company, who within your, your network um, and your other affiliations do you want to be connected to and and reach out. Make a connection, make an introduction, off, ask to get on the phone for a couple minutes, offer to take them to tea or coffee, and, and start from there. The next thing you want to do is to build and be proactive in building relationships. Don't be afraid to to make the initial connection. Don't be afraid to ask, and don't be afraid to to, to be intentional about going beyond just the obvious, you know, here's the work that I'm doing, but I actually want to know more about you. I actually want to know more about how you got to where you are. And that really, that really will open a lot of doors for developing genuine connection. And the third thing that you want to do is to add and offer value, add value and offer value, add value without being asked and offer value at any opportunity that you can. And last, but certainly not least, put yourself out there go to conferences, go to, you know, post on LinkedIn, put yourself on Twitter in a positive way, put yourself out there so that people can know who you are, what your voice is, what matters to you. And from there, people will start drawing to you based on what they identify with about what you're putting out there. Thank you for listening to episode 72 of How Does She Do It? I am really grateful for this platform. Every time I record an episode and every time I get a message or an email from you or another rating and review in the Apple Podcast app, it just continues to really bless me and I'm really, really grateful. Episode 75, we are approaching episode 75 in three years. I will not criticize my the pace with which I have put these at pod, podcast episodes out there, but I will say this. There was a time where I did not think I would continue to record these podcasts. There was a time where I was very um, discouraged and for for a number of different reasons. And at, at the same time, what I heard from you and what keeps me going is the value that you tell me you take away from this these podcasts. So with that, I would love to connect with you. I would love to hear from you. I would love for you to schedule a 10-minute call with me just so I can hear from you, get to know you, get to know how I can support you, how I can put more podcast content out there that is really serving you and really helping you grow in your career, helping you grow in your faith, helping you grow as a whole woman. And that is that is the objective of this podcast. That is the objective of my company and my coaching and the work that I do with my clients. And I am so blessed to be able to do this work. I'm so blessed to be able to share my voice with people who who listen and, and I'm grateful for it. So thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.